Welcome back. Today we've been thinking about Bible meditation and Bible memorization. So the first half of the show we focused on meditation. Hopefully you've had a little chance to think about that, to meditate on our words, (laughs) or not. Now we're going to work on Bible memorization, and hopefully you get something out of this. So the first question we'll ask is, what do we mean by Bible memorization? So how would you define it? I didn't actually look up a a definition because it seemed like it's too simple. Just be able to take what you've read and repeat it back to somebody else. Okay, or to yourself. So we need to ask, answer the question, why do we do that? And let's start the discussion by looking at Psalm 119, 9 to 16. Would you like to read that for us? Okay. How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed, according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Okay, there's a lot in that little section there that has to do with, or at least I think relates to, either the idea of meditation or memorization. So verse 10 talks about my whole heart, with my whole heart I have sought you. And I think the the meditation really speaks to that. I, I kind of see that that way, where I'm really thinking about all that I am, all who I am, and I'm seeking God. And part of part of how I do that is look at God's Word and ask those questions about who is God and what is He saying to me. So we have that idea. And then verse 11 says, Your word have I hidden in my heart. And I think that speaks to that, this idea of memorizing God's Word. Although meditating also anchors that in our, our heart as well. So both of these really fit well together. But I've hidden your word in my heart. Uh, then it goes on and says that I will meditate on your precepts and contemplate your ways. Then again, we have this idea of meditation. And then verse 16 ends with, I will not forget your word. So I have this idea of, again, of memorization and meditation working well together. But we also have some reasons why we should do that. So what's the a reason why that you see in this well, passage? Well, the obvious one is so that you won't sin against right. God. And just tells us what God calls sin. So to know what that is is the beginning of that. But I think that idea of meditation goes beyond just knowing what it is. But as our heart changes, as we meditate on God's Word, then we, what we talked about before with, med- with meditation, that we desire different things. God wants us to desire certain things. Our desires change as we spend time in God's Word. So we don't sin, one, because we know it is. We know God hates it. But as God changes us, we also don't desire some sins the way that we did before. So by memorizing Scripture, has that helped you to stop sinning in a certain area? Well, I said meditation, but... <laughs> yeah, well, this is saying you're hiding it in your heart yes. so you won't sin. So that combination, yeah, I mean, I think it, I, that's what I'm saying. Is I think you grow because you do this. If you spiritually mature, then there are some things where you don't consider bef- that you did before. You don't, uh, you don't pursue the same things. I think that's part of spiritual maturity. It doesn't mean you don't sin ever. But if you see that there are some sins that um, in the beginning you didn't know were sin, 
Well, you stop those once you learn they are, but other things, uh, they're not your, what do you call it, your besetting sins are not the things you're constantly like pride. You know, do you ever get past that? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But there are things where you go, yeah, I'm not tempted in that area anymore because I have matured and I've, I have changed. So I don't have specific examples, but I know that's been true. And I don't struggle with the same things I struggled with 20, 30 years ago across the board because some areas I'm a different person than I was and I'm, I'm more mature. And I think everybody will see that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, everybody will see sins that you're constantly going to struggle with for your whole life. So it's not that you stop sinning and everything, but I do think that some struggles go away. Um, and I think I've, I've talked to people where there was an addiction that they had, uh, whether it was alcohol or cigarettes or something, that when they really understood uh, what God expected from them, their desire for that changed. It was replaced by a desire to please God. And I think that desire to please God overrides some of those um, sins that have less of a hold on you. I think those are the ones that we really see this right away, where there are some sins that are there and they were easy and you just didn't think about it. But once you begin to think about it and meditate on God, mm-hmm. then you go, oh yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's sin. That would be wrong. If that makes sense. Yes. I guess I kind of always in my mind attached it to this specific sin. And if I memorize this verse, then I will think about that instead of doing this particular sin, which maybe that's could be. included in what yeah. you're saying, but yours makes more sense than, than what I was thinking. Well, I think you could have that, but I think some people, they, they do have this besetting sin and that's the one they're constantly fighting with. And that one may not go away ever. They may always struggle with that. But I think spending that time in memorization and meditation, mm-hmm. I think you're more likely to win more often, mm-hmm. but you may never really get rid of it. I guess an example from um, that I've had when my kids, when our kids were little, I would just get so mad at them and just like they're so irritating sometimes or I get so frustrated. And then somebody shared uh, James one twenty, I think it is, that says man's anger does not produce the righteousness of God. And that was like, oh, like, okay, yeah, this is not producing righteousness in me and there's I need to change this anger problem. And then it realized, okay, well, why am I angry? And it helped me to figure out how to deal with that and Mm -hmm. avoid some of those frustrations in the first place. But Mm -hmm. that verse in that sin was perfect timing for me. Well, I think that's a good maybe way of thinking about this combination of Bible memorization and meditation, probably getting off of memorization a little bit here. But um, by spending this time in God's Word and meditating and memorizing passage where we're trying to figure out how does God want me to live and who does God want me to be, that affects us when when it comes time to make choices. So as we have are changing our mind and giving our mind other options and giving our mind other things to think about, then I think those better choices, those better options do shine brighter. I know for me, there are some things where I recognize, okay, this in general can be a temptation to waste time in negative ways so I can make the choice not to take include that in my life. So like I've you know basically cut out movies. I don't really watch a lot of of movies and part of it I say there's so many bad things in there and just feel like there's nothing really positive. They're not very often they're pointing me toward God or mm-hmm. you know I and I know that there are good ones and things like that but I realized I would prefer to do something that was more directly um, in line with who God is making me. So I make that choice. Well, making that choice 
made a lot of other choices easier. It means I don't have certain temptations, at least in coming from that area. I just removed one whole avenue where Satan can get to me if I say, I'm not going to watch those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we learn to make some of those choices and recognize based on our meditation and our memorization of scripture that see the kind of person God's molding us into, hey, there are areas where I struggle, but I can struggle less if I did this. Um, so I think that's part of it. You know, we sin less partly because we put ourselves in different situations. We put ourselves, and it goes back to maybe the way that Paul talked to Timothy when he said, flee youthful lust and pursue godliness and righteousness. When you're pursuing godliness and righteousness, you're not in the place that gives you certain temptations. I mean, you're in a different, completely different um, mindset. You're pursuing godliness. That means some things are obviously, you're not even near that to be a temptation. I think that's part of what this whole passage is talking about as we're, it says, how can a young man cleanse his way with taking heed to God's word and really considering what's important to God? Am I pursuing that with my whole heart? I've sought you. If you're doing that, you're not even in the location that's going to put you around a lot of temptations. Uh, Your friends are going to be different because I'm pursuing God with my whole heart. Uh, So you just have removed yourself from a lot of negative things in life because you're pursuing God with your whole heart. You don't have room for anything else. And I think that's part of this. Uh, And so hiding God's word in his heart, not wandering from his commandments, that's part of how we we don't sin against God because we've we've put ourselves in a different place. Our choices have, and the choice to memorize scripture is one of those because then the Holy Spirit has the ability to bring that back when you need it, go, yeah, this is bad and I need to get out of here. So memorization is part of that. Um, meditation is also part of that. I don't know. That was a pretty good discussion on why. <laughs> so the harder thing, I think most people would understand why we should. They understand it's a good idea, at least. May not, may not always understand the different ways because, I mean, the Holy Spirit brings it back to you. The process of dwelling on God's Word, I think, changes your mind and your worldview. You you see truth clearer, you see sin clearer because you meditate on God's Word, because you've memorized it. I think most people can, in general, agree with that. But the how, I, it seems like most people struggle with how. Is that your... How and when? Like, how are you supposed to squeeze this into my day? Or Yeah, we're in general too busy. Well, and partly I think we get the... One, for me anyway, there's like an image in mind. This is how you are supposed to memorize like hundreds of verses. And you talk to some people and they're like so excited about their system. They have these three by five cards and they're all, okay, and we do this one for the six days and then we move it in the back and then we're going to do this and we're going to, I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to think about that. It's like so overwhelming. So then I just like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I don't do anything. <laughs> okay. That's not the best. <laughs> okay. So let's look at how. There are some really complicated systems, and I do totally agree. Uh, I saw a, uh, a card file that someone had one time, and they had it exactly that. They had the daily list, the weekly list, the monthly list, and the yearly list. And every day you take, I, I don't know the system exactly, but you look at all of the daily list. But then once a week, and I think they had it where it was a certain day of the week, they looked through all of the weekly list. And a certain day of the month, they look through all of the monthly list, and then um, their monthly list, their yearly list must have been broken up some way because it was too many to look through, like in a day. But 
maybe one day of the month, you go through one section of the, the yearly list. I don't know. But anytime you miss one, it goes back to the daily list. And when you get it long enough, then you put it back in the weekly. And if you keep getting it, you put it back in the monthly. And I don't know how you keep track of it without making little notes. And to me, it just seemed, I've tried it and I always get confused and I get calm. <laughs> I just can't do it. Or, or then we travel. Our, my problem has primarily been mobility. I, I really need to be highly mobile. So if I can't take it with me, and this guy had, I mean, it's a card file. It's like, I just can't take that with me. So I'm not going to be able to do it in that way. So how, how can you do it? Well, a commercial, not, I don't get any money from them, but look at Verse Locker and I put a, a link in the show notes. This is an app that is really pretty cool. It allows you to keep track of all the verses you're learning. It has different, um, what do you call them, sets of verses that you can put in there to start with. But it helps you learn them, and it, and it brings them back. And it gives you different ways of studying. Like you can click a button, and it'll delete a word at a time, and you keep kind of saying it. Or once you kind of know them, it'll, you can say, hey, just show me the first letter of every word and it'll show you the first letter of every word and you can see if you can remember the verse so different ways of learning it and then it maintains them i'm not sure i figured out how to get it to come back and do it exactly like keeping track of all of them i do like it personally i end up just saying i'm not a smartphone person and i i like the idea of it and it seems like this works well when i've used it it definitely has been helpful for learning verses but i end up going back to to index cards and so if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see I have my little index card. I have a, a duct tape holder for my index cards, and it probably only holds maybe 50 cards. So I can have a division for cards I'm working on, some that I'm getting ready to work on, and I have some blank ones. So when I come across something in my daily reading that I want to memorize, I can write it down and stick it in the to be memorized section. And eventually you have to take them out of here and have cards somewhere else. But this is portable and it gives you the active ones I'm working, I'm working on. So that ends up working best for me until I lose this and have to redo it, which has happened before. <laughs> so index cards are a way of doing it. Do you know any other ways of keeping track of it other than index cards or an app like that? Well, I was memorizing chapters when I was in high school, and I wrote on little strips of paper the verse on one side and the reference on the other, and I just had a suitcase full of it, and I would just pick them up because I had to learn what, where the references were for a test that I, or a scholarship opportunity. That's one way I did it. Or else um, give somebody else the Bible and say, oh, I'm going to do this verse. Can you, can you test me and make sure I'm doing it the right way? So I suppose you could keep track of all the passages, write them on a piece of paper. And I mean, yeah. always this is one of the things that seems to be a, a hindrance for, for me personally is keeping track of it. Maybe this speaks to my lack of organization. <laughs> That's probably what this speaks to. But I, I do struggle uh, a little bit with that. When it comes down to actually memorizing them, though, I have found quite a few. I, I'm able to get them. I just can't maintain them. I, I lose the system. and. Uh, I suppose this is a good place to say, I think there's value in memorizing a verse, even if you realize you're probably going to forget it at some point in time, because you never know how many years might go past and the Holy Spirit can bring that back, or the fact that you've studied it and thought about it, because memorizing it really is uh, 
provides a good opportunity to meditate on it. So you can learn some of those lessons. You don't know exactly this verse, but you know it's there. Right. And I think that's part of mm-hmm. uh, the value. And then also, you know this is there and you've thought about it. So when you see something in life, you say, hey, the Bible speaks to that. And knowing that much is huge. I mean, that's a big thing. Because they have concordances even on their phone or any place that you can look up that if you can just remember one word from it. Right. You can always find it. So I think there's value even when mm-hmm. you, you don't remember some of those things. So I, I want to look at some ways of actually memorizing the verse of getting it in the beginning because I think some people struggle with that. So what are some ways where you have started just to memorize like a new verse? Um, I've done that to um, put on three by five cards. I've put them in our, in my car, like on the side door, so that if I'm stuck stuck at a light or if I'm waiting for somebody for five minutes as they run in and do some errand, I can just look at it. Not while I'm driving, but um, I've done that. So, okay, but what exactly is you've done that? You have a card, but what do you do with a card? So tell how do you oh, memorize the verse from that card? Well, usually like a phrase at a time. And I'll say the phrase and then, you know, then maybe two phrases and then try to say it in my head and then look into, oh, I missed that word and just kind of quiz myself. So we can go back to our, our psalm we were looking at and said, if we want to look at, so okay, Psalm 119, verse 11, you should know that one. Mm-hmm. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you want to memorize that, then doing what you're just saying, you could say, your word, it started there, your word, I've got it. Psalm 119, 11, your word, and then it's part of meditating on it, it's God's word. And then it's your word I have hidden. So you, you can take that next phrase, Psalm 119, 11, your word I have hidden. What does it mean to hide God's word? Your word I've hidden in my heart. So then you take the next phrase, in my heart, and you, you keep adding those phrases. That's one way of doing it. Um, what, what's another way of doing it? Well, I think um, some people have done a good job of making it into songs. Mm-hmm. Like, And there are lots of music uh, verses put to music, and that is an easy way for some people to remember it. So can we come up a song for this one? I word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Okay, somebody already did that. That I might not sin, <laughs> that I might not sin, I word have I hid in my heart. Yeah, I actually heard there's a ministry, there's a, a guy who's a songwriter, and I think he was in there's Nashville. people that do that. And he and his family, that's all that they do is do songs uh, to scripture. So there are things like that. That's another way mm-hmm. uh, of doing it. So just going through the phrases like that, our learning a song is a great way. Uh, another thing that has helped me, and I'm not sure, maybe you've done this too, but to to write it out. I know I'd, I did this a lot in school, just you have a list of things you need to remember and you just write them out. I will not pull my sister's <laughs> hair. <laughs> but you can write the verse like that, uh, and that I have found that to be helpful, both in the meditation and the memorization. Um, yeah, to check yourself, that's a good way it's to do it. It's a great way to check. And I found that you super useful in verses that I find difficult. Like sometimes it seems like just the order or something. It's like, I can't quite ever remember this one phrase. If I write it for a while, that usually will help me anchor that little section or that, that verse. So difficult verses, that's been one way that, that I found to be useful. Just repeating them and saying them out loud. I think the act of saying them out loud can be super valuable. And I know you read out loud, but you do verses out loud too. Sometimes. Yeah, so I found that useful. Um, I've done quite a bit in different times when I'm somewhere where I'm able to, to jog consistently to be able to take a verse and jog with me. And then your jogging makes kind of a rhythm mm-hmm. that you can 
sometimes help to put the verse to that rhythm and you know this is always going to come at this time in the rhythm and that helps it's kind of like putting it to music actually I, that makes me think of I've been jogging too and as you're like at the end of the jog and you're just like I'm not going to make it I'm not going to make it so I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Phew, I can do I did that before <laughs> I'm not sure I was learning a new verse <laughs> no but it helped me get to the end <laughs> so repeating it um while doing some mindless tasks can be a great way of anchoring it. Or I've also found that's a great way to practice the verses. So to take a list of verses I want to uh, review, and as I'm going through, I just go through the references. Okay, do I know Psalm 119 verse 11? Okay. And to do that while I'm jogging has been good. Um, I've known different people that would put something in their car, particularly if they had a drive where they had to stop a lot at stoplights where they would have a verse they're memorizing or the list they're kind of reminding themselves of. And you could glance down, see the next reference and think through that. Having those cards available, to me, that's one of the values of the, like an index card over the app. You don't have to have your finger on the app um, to keep doing something different with it. The index card, you can just set up there and look at it while you're washing dishes or while you're, you know, Fixing your hair. Fixing your hair, doing just about anything where you're stagnant, your mind's free to wander, you can use that index card. Mm -hmm. So I, I really do use that quite a bit. Um, any other methods of memorizing it? I think basically memorization just takes some work. And that's yeah. one of the things a lot of people don't like about it. It's, it there's a certain amount of of difficulty yeah. to learning new verses. Yeah, some of it's just getting started, and once you're in kind of a routine. But I, I know I can get discouraged because I'll like, okay, I've got this verse down, but then a week from now, I can't even remember half of it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just like, oh, man, I wasted my time. But like yeah. you said, it's not a waste, and you just have to keep at it. I, sometimes it's almost easier if you take a larger chunk or passage instead of just one random verse out of the middle of some place. Um, you know, if you can see the flow of the passage, maybe it makes a little more sense. Mm -hmm. Or even like a whole psalm, maybe not a one nineteen, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, there's definitely value in doing larger passages, um, shorter. Pa I kind of, to me, I look at the. Um, from my devo my devotions, my Bible reading, I have either a different passage or a different verse. Go, oh, that's really good. I'd like to remember that. Or I've come across different verses in other ways where I've seen a quote on somebody's wall and go, hey, that's really good. I, don't, I haven't thought about that one. Lots of different ways you can add a verse to it. But then to, to just spend the time. Uh, what works always has worked best for me is if I can have consistency in my schedule. The one thing that seems like I struggle with is just have any kind of consistent schedule. But to do my my Bible reading and do my Bible journaling, and then I try to read some other book. Uh, and then after that, to spend some time, if I have you know 10 or 15 minutes or half hour to spend on, on Bible memory, that flow works well for me, particularly if I can you know do my Bible reading and journal and then get up and move around and make a cup of coffee and then my book and then do the journaling. A lot of them didn't do the Bible memorization. A lot of the Bible memorization I found if I stand up and move around physically helps me so having the card and doing that, a lot of times on my bed, I'll spread out the cards that I'm reviewing and I'll, if I keep missing one, I'll put it, um, 
turn it over and leave it there, but I'm getting them right. I'll put them back in the stack and put another one down. So I'm just kind of reviewing these for however much time I have. I like being able to do that. Um, I find that given an inconsistent schedule, it's, it's difficult. That's what it ends up being for me. But I do think it's worth it. And it's something that's worth the struggle. It also brings up the question, like, how do you know what verses you should memorize? And I suppose for a new Christian, you know, there are certain basic verses that would be very helpful, some verses on salvation or assurance of salvation or um, things like that. But I think as the longer that you're a Christian, for me, the one, the verses that I choose to focus on and meditate on more and keep in my mental rotation often are the ones that I most desperately need. So like if I'm really needing to have patience, I need a verse that's going to help me to have, you know, inspire me to be patient or to remind me, hey, look, look at Jesus. He was really patient, you know, going to the cross and he, you haven't suffered as much as he has. So like those kind of verses really help encourage me. Or like if I was um, scared to death and you know, I needed faith, then uh, as you're reading, as I'm reading through the verses of different scripture throughout the year, I'm like, oh, this passage, every time I read that, it fills me up with faith and, you know, takes away my fear. So of course, I'm going to pick that Hmm. psalm or that place and try to commit that to memory. So that's how I've done it. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I I think to start with, somebody's just getting started, you literally have never memorized before. Groups like the Navigators have good starter sets of verses that I think there's around 60 verses or so that are everybody should know. You know, it just has basic verses that if you're in church long enough and if you ever went to Sunday school or one, all that stuff, you'll have learned a lot of these verses already. But if you haven't, that's a great place to start. And then I think once you have those first key verses that, you know, John three sixteen and um, those first verses, then it is what you're talking about. You recognize a need in life. And so you, you're asking the question, what does the Bible say about this? And you know, when you're discouraged and you find a verse that's encouraging, that's a good verse to write down. Or sometimes you say, I really am struggling with this. And to, again, go back to our idea of you need to be part of community, ask another believer who you respect and say, hey, do you know of a good verse that I could just focus on that, that mm-hmm. talks about this issue? Uh, and to ask them, I have trouble with just controlling my, my temper. And they might be able to give you a verse that's helped them or encouraged them. And a lot of times that's a good way to come across a verse is you, you're shared, you're sharing with each other. And then you have the opportunity to do that too. You know, as we're part of the body, people have different issues and you're able to share some of the things that you're learning. That's one of the, the values in learning uh, as a group and together. We, we have different things for, that are going on in our life. And you learn something that can be encouraging to me. I learned something that can be encouraging to somebody else and to... To not be afraid to say, hey, I'm, I'm trying to get a handle on this issue in my life. Do you have a passage that, that really has helped you? And take that as a starter. And then you can always use concordance and things to look up verses. But sometimes we think of it as a last resort to ask anybody else. But maybe that should be our first resort. <laughs> Well, and it's so. good, too, because when you ask that kind of question, you will have a deeper conversation. And that's true. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me today. How are you doing at meditating on Scripture and memorizing these key verses that are so helpful to have stored away? Let me know. And if you have questions or comments about today's show, email me at norman at runwithhorses.net or look up the Run With Horses 
podcast Facebook page. I really am trying to get on there and do something, but I keep not doing very well at that. I do look at it occasionally and see that nobody else is stopping by there very often either, but look it up. Until next time, keep running.